we're going to be discussing another very very important truth uh, seen in Jeremiah chapter 34 verses 10 and 11 uh, it says here so all the officials and the people of Judah who entered into this covenant agreed that they would free their male and female slaves and no longer hold them in captivity they agreed and set them free but afterwards they changed their minds and took the slaves they had freed and enslaved them again then the word of the lord came to jeremiah this is what the lord the god of israel says i made a covenant with your forefathers when i brought them out of egypt out of the land of slavery i said every seventh year each of you must free any hebrew slaves who has sold himself to you after he has served you for six years you must set him free in the seventh year recently you repented and did what was right in my sight in this story here what did they repent of they repented of the fact that they disobeyed god and they didn't free the slaves as god had commanded them in the seventh year and the did what was right in my sight signifies writing that wrong the slaves that they had not freed are now being freed by the people of god so let me read it again jeremiah chapter 34 verse 15 it says recently you repented and did what was right in my sight each of you proclaimed freedom to his countrymen you made a covenant before me in the house that bears my name but now you have turned around and profaned my name each of you have taken back the male and female slaves you had said were free to go where they wished you have now forced them to become your slaves again the word profane is used so many times by god in the holy scriptures you know we consider profaning something or somebody as when we commit a very atrocious sin but god considers him being profaned simply when we disobey him even if it is in the smallest of things so when we read scriptures like this we immediately come to the conclusion that it does not apply to us because we tell ourselves we don't have any slaves so it does not apply to us but we must understand one very important thing each verse in the holy scriptures applies to each one of us in this scenario the things that we see here are done also by us several thousands of years later we too repent of our sins and then for a while we do what is right but after a few days or months or years we go back and end up doing the very same things that displeased god in the beginning for example there are many believers who are still addicted to pornography in fact we see a similar statement in the new testament as well it says in hebrews 10:26 if we deliberately keep on sinning after we have received a knowledge of the truth then no sacrifice for sins is left but only a fearful expectation of judgment and a raging fire that will consume the enemies of god this scripture is not given to unbelievers this is a scripture that is given to the people of god so time and time again i'm surprised at how the old testament and the new testament are totally in sync the god of the old testament and the god of the new testament are one they are not two separate beings 
Now, if we were to go back to the portion that we read in Jeremiah, the people were commanded by God to release the slaves every seventh year, but they did not. So God sent them a message through Jeremiah with a warning, after which they released the slaves, they freed the slaves and they obeyed God. But then they went back and took them as slaves again. And because of this, God was so angry with them, so displeased with them that God brought down greater punishment upon them. Please do not think that once you repent, God will close his eyes to everything that you do after you repent, that you will forever remain in the good books of God, no matter what you do. We have to continuously keep doing good, continuously keep obeying God, continuously keep trying to lead a blameless life, to keep enjoying the favor of God and the blessings of God. It's not a one-time thing. Actually, we understand this principle in every area of our lives. But when it comes to God, somehow we believe things differently. For example, if I have a fever, taking just one dose of fever medication will not help me forever. It may definitely bring my fever down for that moment, but after four to six hours, I can see that my fever may come back. So I repeatedly have to keep taking the medicine every six hours to ensure that I am off my fever for good. So let's continue doing good. So let's continue to obey God till the end of our lives. Let us continue to live holy lives, blameless lives till the day we die. This is how we work out our salvation with fear and trembling. So can you see how that scripture that was written almost 2700 years ago is very much applicable for today as well. We too repent of our sin, we too right our wrongs, but then after a little while we go back, we turn around from that right path and go back to the old ways that we lived in before we knew God. Let me leave with you this scripture which is a strong word of exhortation that is given to every believer. The servant that knows his master's will and does not get ready and does not do what his master wants will be beaten with many blows. But the one who does not know and does things deserving punishment will be beaten with a few blows. From everyone who has been given much, much more will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. So remember this, more grace upon our lives means God is going to expect way more out of us, more holiness, more purity, more serving him, more blameless living. God requires a higher standard of purity, a higher standard of holiness. So let's continue to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And that is achieved only by obedience to God's words.